Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, as usual, we're broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And here's the thing about Renaissance Bank. They have been voted in the top 10 of customer surveys conducted by both Forbes and Time uh, Magazine's Money.com. Those are customer surveys. That's not just my opinion, although it is my opinion because I deal with Renaissance Bank. And I think the reason that the bank has gotten those kind of awards and that kind of recognition is because they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them as a small business, but they're small enough to do it in a personal way. So if that's the kind of bank you're looking for, go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank understanding you member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Peter Webster and Scott Ward. Peter and Scott are with ITRA Global Atlanta. Peter, Scott, welcome. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, great, great to have both of you. So let's uh, give everyone an overview of what you're up to at ITRA Global Atlanta, how you serve in the market out there. Peter? Well, what we do is represent uh, users of real estate exclusively. Um, we help them make smart real estate decisions and kind of read the market. We've been doing this for a long time. We've seen a lot of ups and a lot of downs in the markets. And, uh, one of our differences, we don't represent landlords. And so we have no conflicts of interest and, um, we are part of Vitra Global. We're the Atlanta branch and we, uh, uh, can service clients nationally and internationally. Oh, terrific. Let's talk a little bit about ITRA Global first and kind of what, what the, I mean, a lot of real estate firms out there, really big names out there that maybe people have heard of, maybe they haven't, but what's, what's unique about ITRA Global? Sure. Well, you know, I, I've been in this business for, for a long time, 35 years, and I've been with some big companies. I've been with small companies about 20 years ago. I, I formed my own company and had different partnerships over the years. So uh, ITRA, uh, I became involved with about six years ago, and, and one of our business partners has been in it for about 20 years. It, uh, it's a really unique organization in that uh, all of our members uh, are very experienced, at least 20 years of, of real estate experience. And uh, basically, uh, we hand select those people, and we're all the same. We, we, we work on the tenant side, the user side, uh, help people purchase real estate, but we don't get tied up with conflicts where you're representing uh, both parties because uh, obviously that's a slippery slope. Yeah, I can see how that would be. And if you do it one time, as you say, you slide, right? I mean, it it really taints the water. Yep. Yep. It's uh, hard to, hard to serve uh, both sides of a a transaction for sure. Scott, for those that don't know what we're talking about, let's, let's, let's explain this. Okay. Let's Mm -hmm. explain the conflict we're talking about. Okay. So yeah. Um, international tenant rep Alliance. Um, the idea is in a real estate transaction, whether it's a lease or purchasing of property, if you're calling a person who has their name on the sign, they have a, they have an agreement with that landlord 
whether it's the seller or whether they're leasing space, uh, they have a commission agreement, they have an agreement, and that landlord is their client. Mm -hmm. You calling that sign or internet search, you're a customer. So you do not have any fiduciary responsibilities uh, given to you by that person whose name is on the sign. Many people think, oh, I don't, I don't need someone to represent me because I'm, I can call and I can negotiate and I can do all this other stuff and it's going to cost me more if, if I have another broker helping me because then there's two brokers getting a commission. Well, what they don't realize is that money, that commission has already been agreed to up front by that landlord representative. Mm. He is, his job all day long is to call more landlords and get his name on signs. Mm -hmm. He enjoys people like Peter and I from Itra Global calling them because we're bringing them qualified uh, either tenants or buyers. Sure. So they split that commission with us. It's not going to cost you the prospective tenant or buyer of that commercial real estate any more money than it normally would. However, you will be, as we like to say, you will be represented, not brokered. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. And, and I can see how you, um, it will, it's just hard to sit on two sides of the table. I mean, it's impossible. Well, it's really impossible. At some point you're going to lean one way or the other, right? Yep. So it, it's important to declare what side of the table you're on. And what you're saying is we're on the tenant side, period. That's it. End of story. Yep. Right, Peter. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it really helps you to advise your client and to, and again, markets change uh, over time. Sometimes it's tight vacancy. Sometimes it's uh, high vacancy and the landlords are giving away a lot of things that, that, that uh, the tenants will miss if they don't have us in, in a tight market. Quite frankly, it's, it's getting that right space for your company. And uh, and being the first one there and and knowing how to get it done. So so again, as uh, as the market fluctuates, we advise our clients accordingly. Yeah. Uh, one more question about Intra Global. So um, we'll talk about the advantages of being associated with a firm that has this tenant only orientation, but also has offices and resources that go all over the country. And really, as I see. Um, on your material and your website uh, all over the world. Yeah. When, uh, as I mentioned, I started my company uh, or went out on my own 20 years ago and, you know, I did it just by myself to make sure I wasn't crazy. Yeah. And, <laughs> so uh, I've been brainwashed pretty well by the, by the big, big companies, but uh, right. that was something that had been uh, missing that I'd enjoyed early on is having people around the country, around the world to, to network with and, and to ask questions. And so Itra is actually a, a great brain trust and, and just a, a very open community where we share ideas and, and, uh, business practices and benchmarks and, and a number of things, but it, it really makes a difference. Um, when you have a client say, you know, Scott, I think is about to start a transaction in, in Phoenix with our, our member out there that you actually know that person you've, you've been with them. You understand where they're coming from because the, the worst thing you want is to take a valued client and introduce them to someone who's, who's not going to give them get good service mm -hmm. because it reflects poorly on ourselves. So that's why it's great to have this uh, trusted network of experienced people 
of the country and in different parts of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Trust is a good word because yeah, just because they have the same logo on their letterhead and website, you may not really know them in some of those bigger offices around where we personally know these people. Mm -hmm. We know their kids. We know their, we see them personally a couple of times a year and then once a month in zoom. So yeah, it's not like I know a guy. It's like, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Folks, we're chatting with Peter Webster and Scott Ward. Uh, Peter and Scott are with ITRA Global Atlanta, and they are corporate real estate advisors. So um, let's talk about mistakes that you see. And uh, either one of you, both of you can jump in because I'm sure you've seen plenty. Um, Mistakes that you see that business owners make when it comes to their real estate needs. Peter, you want to start? Sure. Yeah, it's um, and, and it's again, it comes with having a trusted advisor because you know, uh, there are a lot of things where the broker's uh, compensation can be greater for helping a client make a poor decision, and you know, we 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 totally uh, avoid that. So if you know mm-hmm. someone comes along and locks you into a long-term lease if you're a technology company that may be doubled in size or half the size, you know, six months, a year down the road, um, you really need to be conscientious about um, uh, making sure you have flexibility in, in always. And, you know, make sure that if you move into a building, you'll be able to expand there, you know, and, and uh, getting, getting the right term that's appropriate. Even, you know, some of these technology startups, finding them a sublease where, they can just walk into the space with furniture and I guess phones are mostly cell phones these days, but, but everything's there just kind of ready to go. That, that saves them a lot of time and, and uh, aggravation and, and even, you know, uh, looking at uh, flex space providers is this part of the mix. You, you, you know, there, there are a lot of offerings out there these days. Sure. Yeah. And mine is waiting too long. Everybody waits too long. Mm. I mean, there's two documents in a business that everyone gets finished with and they're like, I don't want to look at that ever again. <laughs> it's your, it's like your, it's your property insurance. Yep. Yep. And your lease. Yeah. And they stuff it in a file. And not in that order, and right? It's, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah. it's in a file and then they forget about it. Yeah. And then they, they wait too long and they're coming up on a renewal or they're like, they freak, did they literally forget? Like, yeah. when did we sign that lease? Right. When did we move in? And, and they don't think about it till, oh, it's next, it's next month. It's two months from now. Or, mm. And um, then you're like at the mercy of your landlord um, to do something. And you really need to be thoughtful about something that's going to be one of the larger liabilities on your P&L. Sheet. Right. So again, Peter and I think like business people, mm-hmm. um, you know, as opposed to thinking about the landlord and, keeping him happy. We're thinking about making your business better. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, it's, uh, sometimes they think, Hey, three months is plenty of time. I, I can get out there and find space and move and do everything. But how long is it going to take you to negotiate that lease? Mm-hmm. Are you going to need to get the space built out? Are you going to need permits to build out that space? <laughs> you gotta, right. you know, oh yeah. On and on and on. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, good luck getting permits fast these yeah. days. Right. And, and, and the, uh, contract contractors that you need to come in and do that work. Um, good luck on that. Um, so it, timing is getting more important as 
every day that goes by, right? Every year that goes by, timing gets more it, important. It's really okay to kind of start feeling things out nine months to a year out. Right. It's not, that's not necessarily too early. And the landlord doesn't have any incentive to like bring this to your attention, I guess. Right. I mean, cause the land, that, that's what I'm sensing. And this is a question. Um, I mean, because the landlord kind of, they're, the chances of them ha- getting a deal that's in their favor, really, when it's that tenant wakes up two months ahead of time, is pretty high, right? Because at yeah. that point, there's not much they can do. Sure. You know, and there are clauses in, in a lot of leases that are called holdover. And if you have to stay a few extra months, the landlord a lot of times can charge you 150%, 200% of rent. So mm. they really kind of, kind of, Kind of know they, they, they get your back against the wall if, if you do wait to the last minute. But um, That's a kind way to say it, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, so uh, let's talk about those, um, uh, this, the fine print in a lease. Yeah. That, that's a big issue, right? The fine print. Because yeah. uh, you just mentioned one uh, particular um, provision in a lease that people might not think about, right? Sure. Peter? What are some others that people don't think about when they're thinking about negotiating a lease? Actually, Scott, you've been a tenant for a number of years. Yeah, so well, uh, that, that's my uh, that's my little <laughs> unique is, is that uh, yeah, I've I've uh, I'm a commercial real estate professional. That's actually owned a business and sold a business and had leases trip me up or uh, have to renegotiate in the middle of a lease. Mm. And the clauses in a lease those are all little tripwires. Bottom line, the lease is the landlord's document. But we can negotiate all the business points. Now, we can't negotiate legal points, but we have a whole toolbox of our fellow uh, real estate uh, attorney advisors that can help you with that. But the point is we know where those tripwires are, and that's why we are your fiduciary. You know, we have a fiduciary responsibility to point that out to you and say, you know, you might want to negotiate not as much, you know, time for the landlord to cure a problem with the next door neighbor or a leaky roof or a smell or something that impacts your business, which is directly impacts your cash flow, which directly impact, impacts your quality of life at home. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's right. so, so I like to follow those dominoes because that's where I, you know, being a former business owner who've signed a lot of leases, cash flow is is lifestyle for right them. and we all do this in order to have a particular kind of lifestyle right like i guess some of those other things are you know the ability to sublease the space to assign it mm-hmm. to expand to contract that's a little bit harder but um you know termination rights after uh, after a certain number of years mm-hmm. um there, there there are a number of uh you know looking after all those those business points that, that are in the lease that can be gotchas going down the road yeah, and I think this point of uh, that you guys are making about this document is a document that the landlord has come up with, and so they own the document. It reminds me of what an attorney told me one time. It's like the uh, in terms of who prepares the contract, whoever prepares the contract has got the advantage right out of the chute. First because, move in chess. Yeah. Yes, that's right. It's the first move in I like that. First move in chess. It it so it's really important to have someone to help you get up to speed on that contract. That's what you guys do. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I guess it makes me nervous when I see a tenant that says, oh, looks good. And, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and take it. It's like, you really haven't thought this through. Um, you, you have to look look down the road. So, yeah, you know, obviously we've been doing this for a long time. Scott has experience being on the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look through all those those business issues, um, you know, because try to avoid the problems on the, the front end uh, rather than the back end. Let's talk a little bit specifically about what's going on in the Atlanta market because um, that's where most of our listeners are. Um, talk about, I mean, you you guys deal mostly in office, I assume, right? Yeah, that's a large percentage of our business. Right. So let's talk about office to begin with. What what is What are some of the big trends that you, you see happening there as we – come out of a pandemic where, or wherever we are in this pandemic cycle, what, what are you seeing out there? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, office space is a lot more troubled than I think uh, landlords will, will admit to, they're starting to admit to it now, obviously, you know, sending everyone home and, and telling them, Hey, yeah, you can, you can work from home and you don't have to get in your car and ride 45 minutes every day. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, you're fine. Here's the technology. Here's, here's zoom, have mm-hmm. fun. Uh, changed a lot of people's opinions about you know <laughs> being in their desk at seven 30 every morning and, right. and, uh, you know, checking in and checking out. So, um, you know, our clients are certainly, you know, looking at that and you see everything from going, virtual or to flex space to, um, you know, uh, a number of different solutions. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, most of our office clients right now are reducing the size of their footprint when it comes to renewal. They, they, you know, uh, during the last couple of years, maybe they renewed the lease for a year or so and, and, uh, kind of kicked the can down the road, if you will, but uh, now it comes time to making the right decision, and and you know, we can help them do that by you know bringing in our our different uh, resources partners and the team, and putting together a strategy to to occupy the space. So that being said, there is a lot of vacancy already in the office market. Um, I think the trend is going to be for people to give more space back. We've seen some uh, definite trouble, um, you know, with Peachtree Center giving the building back to the lender. Mm. Hines has done the same thing. Uh, these commercial loans come up, um, have balloon payments yeah. in them, and interest rates have gone up, and that's a problem. So, it, it, the office market, I think, is the most most troubled of of, uh, of uh, the different markets. Yeah. And what what it sounds like what you're describing, Peter, is a situation where um, maybe the economy's been real good for the most part for a lot of companies has allowed them to like carry a lot more real estate costs than they would otherwise given the people that are occupying that space. And when that if we're talking about a recession coming, if that's what we're talking about, or we're talking about just the end of that lease people realize they cannot sign a long-term lease with the as few people they have in that space now. Right. I mean, so, so really what it sounds like what you're talking about, I don't know the term to describe it. You probably have a good one is there's, there's a whole lot of uh, silent vacancy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That that's under the surface that people that are tenants, prospective tenants need to be aware of. 
Sure. There's, there's never been as much sublease space on the market as there is right now, but actually a lot of those terms are actually coming to an end. So an empty space that's a sublease is soon to be a vacant space within the building. Mm. So, um, you know, sometimes those provide opportunities for our clients who do need space and want to be there uh, to negotiate uh, better terms for them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, people are going to flexible solutions and the office is a place again, where you're going to, you know, a touchdown space where you, you come in, have your meeting, you know, uh, come in a couple of days a week and, and meet with your team. But, uh, quite frankly, you can be elsewhere, um, uh, being productive. Yeah. Sure. And to chime in on what Peter yeah. just said about having a, um, a footprint, a touch space, you know, where people come in once a month or t- two or three times a week even. But when they do come in, they want to know that they're with a company that's got it going on. So this is a great opportunity for companies to reposition themselves. I mean, your office space is your brand, especially now with the new the new generation of workers coming in. They want to make sure, hey, at least I'm coming in. If I've got to come into the office, this is a pretty cool place and it's a happening place. And I feel good about the company I'm with because I just changed companies you know, twice in the last three years, right. I mean, the poaching that's going on. So we're, we're talking to clients saying, Hey, this is an opportunity for not only you to get some brand new upgraded space, uh, because landlords are willing to give incentives and, and help this out, but you can totally up your brand and, um, you know, have the landlord kind of help pay for it. Yeah, and have a more flexible. There's a lot of new cool interior design stuff going on with space planners. It's they're just getting super creative, and there's some really cool things evolving. Yeah, having amenities for for your people to come in. Even yeah, you know, they've got mini bars in some of these office spaces. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> we had a deal swing just because they got a uh, gym memberships. Wow, the whole, the whole deal swung. Wow. Uh, this is such a great point because I'm, and I'm not sure that, um, well, businesses are looking for talent, right? And th- th- we know that and we, and, and they know that they know they've got a talent problem. Um, but maybe they don't fully appreciate how they can help their employer branding. That's what you're talking about. That's why we're here. That, yeah, that's through, um, this fixed asset in real estate. That's very interesting to me. Yeah, that's what I like to say. There's assets in your P&L and balance sheet you don't realize you have. Right. Sometimes it's your lease. Yeah. Wow. Quite. You're about to say something. Yeah, go ahead, Peter. Peter. What were you thinking? No, no. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I love that point. Peter Webster and Scott Ward are with us, folks, with Itra Global Atlanta. Um, so this is a this is a the positive piece of all this for someone whose lease is coming up in the next year or two. They've got a chance to really, with you know a, a weak market, they've got a chance to not just um, maybe get a better deal financially, but also improve their branding, employer branding. That's pretty good circumstance for folks. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Well, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's get to some, some specifics here about the work that you do. I'd love it if y'all could, uh, eat, both of you, tell a success story, you know, one that really illustrates the great work that you do at Itra Global. Peter, you want to start? Sure, sure. Um, I was thinking of a story 
one of my uh, favorites, and it's a good North Fulton story too. Yeah. Uh, I represented uh, Honeybake Ham to actually find their their uh, headquarters up here in, in North Fulton, and mm-hmm. they were in a lease uh, that was was too large over in Peachtree Corners. Most of their employees and executive team lived in in North Fulton. And so they had a real desire to, uh, to move. And as I've talked about, you know, the, the markets fluctuate and change. And at this point in time, the values of, uh, to purchase were, were, were way down. And so they said, let's take an op- this opportunity here instead of paying all this money on the, this, this lease over here and really getting nothing back for it to, to, to purchase the property. So we came over to North Fulton and kind of went through the, the inventory and, and there really just aren't that many vacant uh, buildings in the, the size range around. So we, we worked through all that and uh, you know, it was really hard finding one to stick. And then, also, you know, if you're going to build a building, you know, it, it uh, you had to go buy the land, you had to develop it, and right at that time, the replacement cost or the cost to build far exceeded what what uh, buildings were selling for per, per square foot. So we were uh, we were trying to find something existing, and I, I kept driving by this building on on Mansell Road, and and mm-hmm. had a for lease sign out there, and about four cars in the parking lot, and so uh, <laughs> I, I decided to, to call the call the uh, representative and say, hey, you guys want to sell this building? And they're like, ah, oh, no, no, no. We're, 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 we've got a tenant, you know, in here paying lease on half the building, and kept that conversation going for about six. Sure, you don't want to sell that building, and, yeah. and finally one day I got the phone call saying. Hey, we want to sell the building, <laughs> and, uh, and, it, and it was a fairly complicated situation. Mm. Uh, it was a, uh, a tenant in common ownership, and we had to round up all the owners to do a short sale on the building. Oh dear! Excuse me. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think one of them was in Vietnam, and uh, but, oh wow, uh, but we, we were able to circle the wagons and uh, basically uh, have Honey Baked buy that building, which is now their their uh, their headquarters. Uh, for uh, not only uh, the Southeast, but the United States at, at this point. So yeah. that, that was a, a fun transaction to work on. And, and you know, sometimes you, you, you can't give up. You got to be tenacious to, to find the right opportunity. Well, and that's, that's a great story to talk about, uh, I guess, to illustrate proactivity on your part, right? I mean, that's one thing, but also the value of planning ahead. Absolutely. Right? Because yeah. they planned ahead with your help. And uh, it all worked out great for them. Yep. I love it. Scott? Yeah, forgot about the planning ahead part. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, no procrastination. Uh, yeah, one of my uh, cools, uh, making the client a hero story, is that um, I had a technology company in Petrie Corners, and they had been in their offices longer than the landlord had owned the building. Mm-hmm. And their cash flow was good. The business model was good. They really didn't want to move. And I said, you know, things have changed a lot. Um, I'll do a free analysis, market analysis within two miles of your current location. And sure enough, there was some pretty good. And they started thinking, you know, yeah, no one even uses this other office because it's either too hot or too cold because the air's not right. Our parking lot floods and it's cracked up and we just kind of ignore it. Um, But sure, let's go look at these places. Well, their current landlord realized they were looking. And said, hey, I just bought a building in town. And they were like, yeah, you know what? No one in our office lives out here in Peachtree Corners anymore. We all live in town. So just by getting going uh, and 
we picked up the ears of their landlord who had just purchased and was doing a total high-tech rebuild. Bottom line, the landlord paid for half of their move, kept their rent the same as in the Peachtree Corners. However, now they're in town, mm. which was a market rates are a lot different in those two different markets. Right. And they're a half mile from the house. Everybody's extremely happy. The landlord got to keep uh, a good, great tenant that he didn't want to lose. Um, but all because they said, sure, go ahead and do a free market survey for us. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that we, we do as well. Right. Is we will, we'll offer a free market survey and do a lease abstract analysis of your current lease compared to what you could be possibly getting. Uh, opens a lot of eyes to CFOs and CEOs. Yeah, that's that's a great story. And I, I think people sometimes hear that and they think there's a catch to it, right? There, 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 in this case, there's a really good catch to it. You learn things that you need to know. Knowing the portfolio of your landlord is... Yeah. And, uh, and Scott brings up a great point about leverage. Uh-huh. And a lot of tenants who have a lease that's about to expire, okay, we'll just go ahead and renew... What we bring to the, the the table is that leverage to say, hey, you know, we're looking at six other buildings out there. They're offering this much free rent. They're offering us to build out the space. They're offering to move you, pay for your your cabling cost, all those sort of things, and uh, you know forces the the landlord to accept the realities of the market. And uh, and you know, a lot of times we can see significant uh, uh, concessions and and rent uh, decreases on our for our clients. Yeah. That's where that mini bar build out comes in, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honey, we're, we're dating again. And, uh, you need to step up. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, well, gentlemen, this has been great. Peter Webster and Scott Ward have been with us, folks, from ITRA Global Atlanta. Um, gentlemen, one more question, and then I want to get to the contact question. Um, we, talk about the types of clients that you work with. Um, obviously, um, we've talked about the office market extensively, but talk about m- maybe the size companies that are best fit for you. Are there in- any industry um, affiliations that are important to you? What have you? Sure. Well, um, we work with office tenants. We also work with industrial okay. and uh, and do some retail as well. Again, it's all on the the uh, user corporate side, gotcha. and uh, and so. Um, hard to say exactly, you know, um, what the, what the cutoff point is, but, um, you know, if you've got, uh, 3000, uh, to 20,000 square feet of office space, that's kind of our sweet spot there. Industrial probably, you know, 10 to 50 and, uh, and retail can, can be, uh, a little bit smaller than that, but, um, you know, uh, needs, needs to be a good credit experienced, um, companies is looking to expand. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Cool. So let's um, let's get to the final and most important question: contact question for those that have heard something here that makes them want to be in touch. Let's tell them how they can do that. Yeah. So uh, Peter Webster, Scott Ward, we're both on LinkedIn. Itra Global um, Corporate Real Estate Advisors in Atlanta. Um, it's our website. Corporate Real Estate Advisors Korea Global. Uh, and you know through our. Uh, uh, North Fulton Chamber, we're members of. Mm-hmm. Proud of that. Yep. Um, and you know, give us a call. I mean, awesome. That's probably the best best way to look us up. Awesome. And folks, we'll have links in the show notes where you can follow those uh, links. 
uh, at your leisure. So, uh, Peter Webster, Scott Ward, thank you so much for j- coming on the show. It's been Thanks a pleasure. for having us, John. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure. So, if you, uh, Mr. or Ms. Small Business Owner, if you've got a problem in your business that involves you spending too much time on administrative tasks or bookkeeping, uh, maybe you are. Uh, I've got some workshops you're trying to do, but you just don't have time to get it all together. Um, well, here's a suggestion. The great folks at Office Angels, officeangels.us, they've been around for 25 plus years, and they have a whole team of angels that they match a business owner's support needs with angels. And they are angels. I deal with them. I know. They've got the talent and experience necessary to handle work that is essential to creating and maintaining a small, uh, a successful small business. They fly in, get the job done, and fly out when it's when uh, when it's finished, and they do it uh, on a short term or longer term basis. Whatever you need, your terms, your timeline. Give SES Cabido or anyone that uh, uh, there a call seven seven zero four four two nine two. Four six. Essie's the chief executive angel there, and she's terrific. And her whole team, uh, they can help. And folks, just a quick reminder: North Fulton Business Radio is on all the major podcast apps. Uh, we would love it if you're not a subscriber to the show to please do so, um, and to please share the show if you've heard something here that has um, uh, you think a colleague needs to know or what have you. Please share the show. With them, you've done that in the past. You've supported us uh, greatly over these past six and a half years, and that's why we've come as long as we have. So uh, thank you for helping us celebrate the great work of business leaders like Peter and Scott and the other some 900 guests we've had on this show over the years. We appreciate you. So for my guest, Peter Webster and Scott Ward, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.